Jesus is coming. Wow, he's coming. My goodness gracious, it's almost over. Obadiah and the last days is what we're talking about today. So let me start not with the first verse uh, today, but with the very last verse so that you can see where this prophecy is going to take us. Those who have been rescued will go up to Mount Zion in Jerusalem to rule over the mountains of Zion. This is the most important part. And the Lord himself will be king. Now, the prophet is declaring that despite all that the enemy does, all that the devil is trying to do through people, of course, despite all that this world seeks to achieve, despite all the wickedness, in spite of all the perversion of man, the goal of history is going to be realized. And that is, the kingdom shall be the Lord's. Now, but how will that come about? That's what we're going to look at and, and talk about this morning. Let me ask you the question that maybe at some point you really might want to answer before we jump in any further. If you really, really knew that we were in the end days, I mean, you knew it. If you got a, you know, a, a delivery letter from the Lord and it says, you know, you have less than two months or a month or whatever. Would you do anything different? I think most of us probably would. And that's a sad commentary on the fact that we are in the end of the end of days. We're actually at the place that there aren't any other prophecies to be fulfilled. First time in history. None other to be filled. One, the fall of Damascus, and they bombing all around it, have been forever. And the Lord had made the comment, when, as I carry on with him like I do, you know, what makes you think that that can't happen the day you go up? And I thought, well, it could, I guess, you know. To my knowledge, and again, I try to stay abreast of things, that is the only prophecy that at this moment has not taken place. And yet it's standing, absolutely standing on toothpicks. And at any moment could fall. And it is definitely an alarm clock. But again, going up and that could happen at the same time. I just want you to put that in your head so Obadiah's prophecy outlines what will happen in the last days leading up to that kingdom. So, verse 1 of Obadiah. This is the vision that the sovereign Lord revealed to Obadiah concerning the land of Eden. Now, let me help you understand. Land of Eden means Esau. Uh, so Esau... When he, when he left Jacob and he went his way and whatever, the, those who followed him and, and all became the Edomites. So when we say Edom, we're talking about Esau. So God revealed to Obadiah concerning the land of Edom. We've heard a message from the Lord that an ambassador was sent to the nations to say, get ready, everyone, the ambassador Obadiah, 
was sent to the nation and said, get ready, everyone, let's assemble our armies and attack Eden. Now, let me help you here a little bit. When it says was sent to the nations, now, we are not talking here about uh, the, the, the nations that are not following God. In this number one scripture at this point, the Hebrew word there actually means my people. So we're, we're talking about the people of God, the body of Christ is, 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 is what we're actually saying here. There was a messenger that was sent to God's people. Or we could bring it on down to us because this is for us today as well. This is to the body of Christ. The message was sent. And this, we're going to look at the message that is there. So the first thing to recognize is that this prophecy is not addressed to Israel. It's addressed to the nations. In other words, to the Edomites, the rest of the scriptures point you when it says the nations, we're talking to the Edomites. Everybody with me? Meaning all those throughout history who pursue an Esau lifestyle. So what, I'm just, what I just said to you, that in verse 1, the Hebrew word for nations is different than the than nations in the other scriptures. So throughout the scripture, God hates the Edomites because they live out their lives after the pattern of Esau with contempt for the purposes of God. The Edomites basically describe the secular world system as opposed to the body of Christ. Through Obadiah, God said, let's assemble our armies and attack Eden. Don't make friends with the world system. Resist it. Amen. Now look at what the prophet has heard from God. He said, a messenger has been sent among the nations saying, arise and let us rise up against her for battle. Now there's two applications to that verse. Am I going too fast for you? Are you with me? Okay. There are two applications to this verse. Number one, the nation after nation today we're bringing it home. Nation after nation today is turning its back on Israel. That's a fact. The Bible says in the end days, every nation will turn against Israel. That includes the United States of America. Every is every. Now you and I are watching what it is hard to comprehend it's hard to process what has happened in these last two and a half years from our supporting Israel and, and, and being there for them and hallelujah, you know, to where we are now. And we have heard out of this own administration's mouth that basically they're not going to really be there. Church, there's going to be a war. We know that. Surely you know that. We've been talking about that. The Bible says a war is in front of us. There's going to be a war. But more than knowing it's coming, we need to understand it from a biblical point of view. And what is that point of view? And why do we need to understand it from that? Number two, the war that is coming 
in the very end of days, in the very near future. Actually, that is basically upon us as we are here this morning. It's fundamentally a war between the sons of Jacob and the sons of Esau, between those who love and follow the Lord and those who are manipulated and controlled by demonic agendas. The message among the nations is the body of Christ, the church, whose calling it is to overcome the world system and all of its seductions. The prophecy of Obadiah is describing events and conditions in the last days, but more than that. There's a personal message here as well. The war that each of us, everybody in this room, everybody, everybody, wages against the flesh and the devil. As I've said before, church, the flesh doesn't have a mild agreement with your spirit. It's at war with your spirit. And the closer we get to the coming of the Lord, is it any surprise that that war is intensifying? If you have not noticed it, I don't know where you've been. I'm talking about the war that you're having with your flesh and carnal nature and everything that's going on. Is it any wonder then that the prophet says, rise up for battle. We got to do something. Not a physical battle, but a spiritual one, namely, whose side are you on? Amen. Jacob or Esau's? I hope you hear through this message. I mean, it's pinpointing decisions that we're going to have to make. You know, the Lord let you ride a little bit for a while, but then that day comes. Obviously, it's upon us.